Welcome to Ignite Daily, the first in a series of podcasts that are run by the team of Ignite EDU. My name's Martin Coots and I'm going to be one of the hosts that you will hear on a semi-regular basis. And for this first launch episode, I'm joined by two fellow ADEs, educators and people who are extrovertly introvert, I think Ooh. might be the way to put it. Let's start with Mr. Chris Galley. Hello, Chris. Hey, Martin. How's it going? Yeah, not bad. So why don't you fill us in? How long have you been uh, facing the closure? What have you been looking at so far? Uh, so our school took the decision on Monday. So we, that was our final day. We shut the doors uh, Monday afternoon. And so we're now at the end of day two. Um, okay. Although, as we were just saying beforehand, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like we're about six weeks in already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's... It's that kind of way. I mean, we're going to get into this in the episode, but uh, Matt, certainly for for you and I, Mr. Matthew Pullen is here as well. Uh-huh. Um, this actually, this 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 came first for schools in Scotland and Wales, yeah. and then England uh, once again followed suit. So, what's been your situation? Because you've been away from uni, you've been working at home, answering emails. What else has been going on? Uh, yeah, so I think I've been I've been working from home now for well probably the people I work with have said I've been working at home for probably several years but yeah three years like, I thought it was. when you started at uni officially I've been working from home for, for the last week um and yeah it's been interesting just just moving everything online um making sure our students are, are catered for continuity of learning all those sorts of things um and, and then I guess yeah today the well the decision for the university was that we we were moving towards um you know working from home practice and university closing for probably about four or five days uh we had the call kind of last friday to say let's start prepping for this it's going okay. to happen any moment but let, let's probably start to move to a working from home environment if you can um and then choose was it monday or tuesday they just said yeah do you know what let's let's just go for it now because um it's too big a risk so the universities took the decision to to do that luckily we'd had time to have those conversations face to face with with staff and get them prepped um we've moved to a one-to-one we've been using ipads uh not not one-to-one um in the past with our students but a lot of them have have gone out got their own devices or, or you know they've they've had access to to tools anyway so it's made the transition a little bit easier because you know i'm trying to talk to them about the benefits of not necessarily online learning but the benefits of using technology to support classroom teaching um so they kind of get it already so where we've kind of said look we're going to do this in a different way it's not alien to them but then i I work with adults so it's a bit different um yeah it's a bit different and then i think yeah today obviously decision that that schools are going to close so obviously being a parent as well that that's a different avenue um so feeling the pain from the other side as as you know you guys will as well of yeah. what what does that mean for the working parent mm-hmm. obviously as educators it's slightly different for us because we can we can still i suppose support that they do say that parents as educators sometimes are the worst uh, the worst kids. yeah we've not got we've not got the patience with our own children yeah this is but true, yeah. At, least, <laughs> at least we have a bit bit more of an understanding you know i do feel sorry for parents that that um 
you know, this is going to be kind of a worry for them as well. They obviously care a lot about their children and, and their progression and time off yeah. school, how long are they off school and certainly children that are close to exams. That's a whole stress in itself. And, you know, the decision that the exams aren't going ahead, but, but what detail is there about what he's going to well, that's, It's yeah. all a little bit crazy at the moment. I think, I think that's why we decided to do this tonight, isn't it? If, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. And one of the things that I think um, this this podcast should be quite good at doing is start to kind of take, you know, take away some of the, the fog, lift some of the fog around what this looks like. One of the things I'm actually quite keen for this podcast to do is to, we've got into it a little bit, but before we actually get, we, we take a kind of a deeper uh, look at some of these things. I think this podcast should also spread a little bit of good news. Yeah. So I've got a bit of a good news uh, story here for you guys. And mm. it is from uh, the 17th. So it's from yesterday. And this is boy uses pocket money to donate his toilet rolls. Oh. A seven year old mm. boy has been delivering free toilet rolls to his elderly neighbours. His panic buying has seen some supermarket shelves empty of household goods. A young boy from Westcliff in South End said he wanted to help people by spending his pocket money on the bathroom staple. Um, just lovely. He knows we have less toilet rolls around at the moment, so he went to our local shop and bought 60 or 70, then he went out and gave them to people down the road. How that is just an absolutely yeah, tremendous that's incredible. Um, and that just kind of shows exactly how. Um, out of the mouth of babes, babes, as, as they say, you know, people who often say that children are, children have this wonderful innocence, kind of like you, Matt, um, where they have this <laughs> I wonderful, have a wonderful innocence. innocence. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, you're kind of childlike. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, 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 no. um, you know, it's that kind of way where they, they just kind of see the good in people. And I think the fact that, that that young man went and did that is a reminder that no matter what we're going through just now, no matter how difficult it seems, no matter how uh, bleak it might seem, there is mm. always going to be a bit of hope out there and there is it is going to get better. Um, Definitely. It might be tough times just now, but we've got a bit of uh, hope against uh, all of this coming up. Yeah. yeah so, funny enough, Martin, yeah. we, we had a similar situation at our school um, one of the children had sort of posted a reflection of what they've been doing at school. Sorry, what had been in at home today. And yeah. they sort of said, you know, woke up, did some work. But then he'd actually took the decision to go around the houses and the, the apartments in his building. And he'd put little notes in for his neighbors saying, you know, if you need any help, you can come and see me. You know, again, just that supporting people. I think, you know, yeah. in times like this, um, we definitely need that as a community. Yeah, for a young for a young learner to do something like that, to have the to have the the sort of the the social awareness that others are maybe going to struggle more so than the people around him or even himself, and realizing that the, he has a bit of power to change that. I think from uh, knowing the three of us the way that I do, from an educator point of view, I think that's that's kind of the goal that that we want to see is is and from a parent point of view is seeing uh, a young person who is is got that kind of selfless attitude and and just wants to help others yeah and i think it's also sorry i was was just going to say it's also you know the point of these school closures you know we as teachers we can't just focus on the learning side there's definitely got to be time for that mindfulness and well-being and making sure you are connecting with the students and you know checking in with them making sure they're all right because you know they're going to be experiencing this just as we are as adults 
Absolutely. Matt, what were you going to say well, It's there? just that, you know, I, I posted something a little bit before on, on Twitter and Facebook about this. I think I'm trying to be positive in all of this. You know, we could we could rack our brains being negative. And I think you sharing a story like that, Martin, is, is, is kind of signs that there's going to be a lot of positive that comes out of this. And I think let's not dwell on, all right, you know, it is bad and I'm, I'm not belittling what's going on. But what I'm saying is there's... It's little stories like that of society coming back together, that, that society that might have been impacted on Brexit decisions and votes and, and you know, all, all of those other kind of negative things we see in the press. There's an opportunity here to see the good in, in how young people can kind of lead the way on things. You know, like the kids that actually care about somebody else for a change, the kids get a bad rep all the time about, you know, they're always on their phones and they're always doing this and they're antisocial and all of this. And I think you're going to see a lot of kids kind of coming out and, and realising, you know, let's do something to help. And society is going to have to change slightly. You know, it's going to have to change as a result of this. You know, what are the what are the lessons learned? How is school going to learn from this? What does it all mean for the future? What's politics all about? How do we support business? You know, everything is going to change as a result. And, and I just think, you know, kids probably are going to be the ones that, that start to say, look, we can do something different now because the way adults have done it hasn't exactly worked up to now. Maybe adults making certain decisions hasn't been the right thing. Maybe kids need to start to take a bit of a leadership role and, and show us what is possible. And things like this, kindness, that kid going out and doing something should be talked about more, I guess. I think so. I uh, personally, I'm I'm totally on board for like Haribo Tuesdays. You know, if that's what the the kids are going to come out with, then we're going to get Haribo Tuesdays. I'm totally on board for that. Um, guys, you both made some some excellent points there, all about mindfulness and well being, and that's kind of just where I want to bring things back around to is. Um, a lot of staff right now are going to be either working from home individually or they're going to be working from home and taking care of children at home who are not, um, obviously in school, there's, uh, I think the report today said that uh, children of key workers will still be required to go into school. Yeah. So there will still be, yeah. I don't know if it would be like a staff rota system where certain teachers will be required to be in school to take care of, of, of those pupils and to look after those pupils and to educate them as, as normal. But, for those staff members who are at home, for those staff members who are beginning to help their children with their work or even look at some of the, the ways that they're doing things, how can they stay connected? How can they stay a part of what is going on? Mm-hmm. That's really, how do they check in? Where do they go to? You were you were saying there, Chris, about the, the teachers checking in with the students to check how they're feeling. Yeah. What do those staff members do? How do we take that forward? So, Yeah. It's it's a real challenge. And, you know, as I said, just two days in myself, I'm already sort of feeling that cabin fever and, um, you know, just those moments in a day that you have, whether it's on your commute and, you know, the people that you would see, um, those little conversations that you'd have in the hallway, you know, greeting the receptionist as you walk in um, or just sitting down in the staff room, whether it's, you know, over a cup of tea or, in my school, we have sort of a, a bit of a tradition of doing the crossword every day. And it's, I think it's those moments, isn't it, which are really going to be missed as part of this. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that we've done is, as a school, we've set up a sort of whole school WhatsApp group. So anyone who wanted to join us, join that. Um, and so, you know, it's just a bit of banter to keep in contact with everyone, sharing the online crossword. Um, and just sort of 
those opportunities to check in with people um, because it is it's going to be it's going to be a long slot. Yeah. So I think that's a, that's an important thing to remember is, you know, we all talk about social media as a platform for change and a platform for doing things well. And Matt, you and I have been at the receiving end of some negative comments on social media. And it can cool. sometimes it can sometimes put you off using it to share anything. But I think what we're what what we're potentially looking at here, um, and this is around the entire conversation about technology, is how this can actually be a pivot for a positive bit of change. So what about staff who are maybe a bit worried about using technology and wanting to see how to do different things like, like that? How can we start to support them from a, from a remote learning standpoint? So I've spent a lot of time these last couple of days um, making lots of videos. Um, and not to say that video is the be all and end all, but it, it just as a tool to share, this is a quick how-to to do something um that that's been something that's that i suppose I, i'm just want to try and support those t those teachers that were on the line to becoming a lot more digitally aware mm -hmm. but you know this has kind of caught people off guard and and they just haven't had the time and they want to do the best for the students right yep so how do we support them to get through that um similar to you chris we've got we've got a whatsapp group um the whatsapp group is kind of the unofficial um channel it's where people will send stupid messages and, and it's that light-hearted stuff then we use the uni mail if there's something a little bit more official that we want to share um we've decided that we're going to have weekly um video calls on teams as as an official thing but everyone also is now using teams to just just catch up with people i know people were trying it out today you know just to seeing if it works and they're all excited about how it worked and it's little things like that, just kind of keeping the spirits up and having, yeah. having a bit of a laugh about something as well. You know, we could get bogged down with the seriousness of all of this, but you know, it's just going to drive you mad. Do you know, I, I think, think that's a great point because it's um, there are so many people who are there are so many people who are taking this way too seriously, and that's not to say that it's not something that shouldn't be taken seriously. That's that's not what I'm saying at all. But there are people who are becoming so blinkered um, around the seriousness of it, and all they are focusing on is you know, oh, that's it, you get coronavirus, that is a, that's that's the worst thing that can happen. And while it is serious for people with underlying health issues, which I'm not here to debate, but there are people who are, are just so, they've got tunnel vision when it comes to, when it comes to the whole situation, how it's happening, that they're sometimes forgetting that life is going on. Your family yeah. is still there. Mm -hmm. The you know the the I mean good news story like a boy going to going to get toilet roll or a good news story for me new iPads new watch straps new phone cases <laughs> you know it's been it a didn't great take day long. no it didn't no, take I know long. I know I, I had to I did um, but you know there are still things happening the landscape of what we are looking at is changing how things are being delivered how things are are taking place is changing but I think we need to remember that. We are still all in this together. The only way we're going to get through this is together. And for someone like me who is now working independently but has spent a lot of their time in schools and seeing different members of staff, that's going to be a bit of a change for me because now, I mean, Matt and I, uh, we've been joking uh, quite a lot that I think over the past couple of days, this is about the fifth time that I've spoken to you, Matt, just in the, you know, whether formally, informally, you know, it's, it, it is getting to that stage where if anything, through these mediums and through these types of conversations, you're probably going to keep 
in touch with more people more often mm. just to make sure that everybody's yeah. feeling okay you know it's um, so i think it is important to to reach out if you're needed don't be afraid to say you're struggling you need you just need someone to talk to you just need a conversation something like that at all and i think um the other thing to remember is use social media to its advantage you know there's there's a, a friend and colleague of of not just the show because it's new but friends and that's something i do on a, on another podcast as i say friend <laughs> of the show but friend of ours uh, miriam Mogg, she's just set up a, a virtual staff room where she's going to use zoom um to just host, host a video meeting like an hour a day and staff are going to drop in mm-hmm. and it's just you know because zoom can take that capacity of so many people it's just going to be a uh as if you're walking into a staff room and you're having that conversation like you're saying chris where people sit down and they talk about um they talk about uh talk about how they're doing they talk about some of the things that they're up to and it's 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 going to be nice to yeah. see that i think and i think that's that's what to remember going forward Definitely. And I think it's also really important that, you know, we have those connections. At the same time, you know, I think we also need to provide those spaces for ourselves just to have a break. Um, After yesterday, I found myself sort of a little bit overwhelmed with all of the information coming in and the amounts of messages that were piling in from different sources. So I, I just spent today with my phone on Do Not Disturb. And it made such a difference to my focus, you know, especially with having two young kids around the house and WhatsApp messages coming in, Google Classroom pinging. And you almost just find yourself sort of torn in lots of different directions. You know, you want to be doing your job as a teacher, but is that the most important thing right now? Um, so, yeah, it's definitely about getting a balance, um, you know, give our students time, give ourselves time. You know, I think we're all, all sort of wading our way through this, aren't we, and finding out what's going to work. I think so. And I think that's that's the, the absolutely the best way to kind of sum that up is find that balance, find that way of not being torn so much that don't feel guilty if you took an hour, an hour and a half to spend time with your family and make sure that your 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 children are adequately supported, that you're you're mm-hmm. if you're in self isolation and your partner's there, make sure that they're they're feeling um that that you're giving them enough attention and enough time because at the end of this we need to th- this is making us realize that having friends colleagues family people that 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 you rely on uh, for support and that rely on you for support having them near you and close to you is still going to be very very important mm. um so i think that's maybe a, a good place to kind of wrap up this first episode guys i think um I think we've we've kind of set the tone for the for the for the podcast. We've kind of given it that you know the the whole point of this tying in with the ignite monthly newsletter that that ourselves and uh, some other ADEs take part in. It's it's very much going to be a complement to that. We're going to try and make it match up with some of the things that are certainly in this month's edition, which is all about uh, remote learning and strategies for re- remote learning. Um, if people are wanting to reach out to us individually, and we'll do that first, um, where can they they get in touch with you matt let's start with you so i'm uh mat6453 excellent and chris 
um, Seagal Excellent. Edu. You can find all of us as part of the Ignite team as underscore Ignite underscore Edu. Um, I'm at mcoots81. If you've had a listen to this podcast and you like what you hear, please um, share it with as many people as you can so that they can you know, start to hear some of these strategies themselves. We will try and we're not quite sure how we're going to do this yet, whether it's going to be daily or weekly, but whatever we do, hopefully it's going to brighten up your day or week with this isolated working and remote learning. All that's really left is for us to kind of close this one out. Matt, uh, do you want to say anything? No. You st- yeah, that's, I, I expect <laughs> nothing less. Still haven't no. learned how to say bye in Welsh. That's uh, good. No. Uh, no, just, you know what, uh, we're, we're a community, we as Ignite are a community, we we chat a lot, um, just take this opportunity to just kind of reach out to people um, and just, yeah, if we can help in any way, please just, just drop us a line. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep trying to post ideas and thoughts that can help you out, but you know, do tune in and if we can make you laugh occasionally, then that's also a good thing. That's it. Uh, Chris, what about you? Anything to kind of close it out? Um, well, I'd actually like to set a bit of a challenge. Ooh, and, ooh. Um, you know, taking on the style of. Oh, I don't know if we um, need to get you for copyright on this one. Challenge Chris. I know. Oh, I, I don't know if, <laughs> if I can maybe have a hashtag. That'd be lovely. Hashtag copy um, Chris. But no. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be seen as a lot of people are going to be starting working from home over the next week. It'd be really nice to see. Um, those spaces where people are going to be working. So why not send us a photo of your home office? Oh, yeah. See, um, nice. For me, I am literally, um, I'm using an Amazon box as a desk nice. at the minute. So I'll, tr- I'll try and take a photo of this in a second. I know, it's, nice like to, it. it's nice to know you're still getting Amazon parcels. That's, it's good to know the post is still working. Well, <laughs> you've just actually, you've just, you've made my day because now I get a chance to go off and make a graphic. Um, so that I can send oh, stuff out. Martin Even... loves a graphic. Martin does love a graphic. Yes, I'll you keep will. you busy, Martin. Don't you worry. Um, and yeah, I just want to uh, thank you both for sort of taking a wee bit of time to come on this one. Uh, we'll hopefully um, have some more voices to 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 um, go with episode two. But in the meantime, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from Matt. Goodbye. Goodbye from Chris. <laughs> and take care, Ciao. everybody. Thank you.